Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you, that is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I've already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed, by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of His power. Although I am less than the least of all of the Lord's people, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to His eternal purpose that He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Him, and through faith in Him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know His love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. When I have time that I'm not doing ministry-related things, I sometimes like to read a good mystery story. And apparently Paul liked this word mystery a lot. This chapter uses the word mystery four different times. In the book of Ephesians, he uses it many more times. There are different mysteries that Paul reveals the old saying, um, many of you have heard of Christian mystics. In days gone by, a mystic was someone who understood a mystery. So simply uh, by definition, a mystic is a person who understands mysteries. Well, the mysteries of God have been revealed in the scriptures. And so Paul writes about the mystery of the Messiah. But this mystery is revealed to me and to you. And uh, as I'm reading these words today, I'm going to read this 
this expression mystery three times in these next few verses. But the mystery has to do with Christ Jesus, the revelation of Christ Jesus, who he came to be and what he came to do. He came to reconcile us, both Jew and Gentile, together in one body as children of the living God. And so reading from Paul in verse 2 and following through verse 6, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you, that is, the mystery made known to me by revelation. So this is the first reference to the mystery. So what's the mystery? As I've already written briefly, in reading this then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. So this is about Jesus, the mystery of Christ. Verse 5, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. And so what's the mystery? That through Christ Jesus, Gentiles and Jews, Israel, are members together of one body and shares together in the promises contained in the Messiah, Jesus. And so Paul's mystery of the Messiah is explained in these few verses. And friends, um, by definition, again, a mystic, is someone who understands mysteries. And so by that definition, Paul has made both me and you mystics after a fashion. What is Paul saying? He's saying that through the Old Covenant Scriptures, these things were hidden, that the Messiah would come and reconcile not only the Jews to God in a whole new way, but the Gentiles, that the Jews and the Gentiles would be reconciled to God the Father through the Messiah, who was not only the Messiah, but the Son of God, this promised Messiah, Jesus of Bethlehem, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus who was crucified, this promised Messiah came to reconcile mankind to God. He didn't just come to lead the Jewish people in revolt against the Romans and to bring them into a a God-ordained age of promise. It was much more than that, friends. It was to reconcile mankind, all of mankind, to God. Paul goes on to speak about the gospel of grace. Verse 8, Paul writing, Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. Once again, the mystery that mankind would be reconciled to God through the Messiah. Both Jew and Gentile alike would partake of this mystery of the Messiah and would be able to receive the grace of God, receive the forgiveness of God, receive the salvation of God, receive eternal life from God through the person of Jesus Christ. Why was God's mystery hidden? Why were these truths about Jesus hidden down through the ages in the Old Covenant Scriptures and even before they were penned? Paul explains in verse 10 and following, God's intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him, through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. And so, friends, our understanding is that the devil and his legions, his hordes of whatever they consist of, principalities, powers, rulers, authorities, etc., would have tried to thwart 
this reconciliation of mankind through Jesus the Messiah, if they'd understood this mystery of the reconciliation through Christ. It was hidden down through the ages, not so that mankind would be confused, not so the Jewish people would be confused, but so that the devil couldn't marshal his forces to thwart the purposes of God in the reconciliation of mankind with God. Once again, in Christ Jesus our Lord, through faith in him, we may approach God. Because of what Jesus has done, this mystery of what Jesus has done is that he's reconciled us to God the Father, that both Jew and Gentile alike now may approach God the Father, no longer through the tenets of Judaism, which were glorious, which were holy, which were intended that Israel would be able to approach the Almighty, but no longer through that venue, but through the person of Jesus Christ, we're able to approach the throne of grace. Both Jew and Gentile alike, members of one body, the body of Christ, and shares together in the promises of Christ. Paul, once again in this chapter, prays one of his apostolic prayers. In verse 16, he says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Friends, I want to agree with that. Paul and I both pray that for me and for you. We pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And Paul and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Friends, that's a glorious prayer, because few people, if any, have ever known the fullness of the width and length and depth and height of the love of Christ. May we come to know his love in its fullness. May we know this love that surpasses all human knowledge. May we be filled to the full measure of the fullness of God that he intends for us. Once again, no one has experienced the fullness of what God intends except for Christ Jesus himself. Paul's apostolic prayer for each of us is that this inheritance that we have in Christ that we would recognize the fullness of what was accomplished at the cross. It was much more than that we would get out of hell free, free from sin and free from death. That was important, but it was for much more than that. It was so that we would live as sons and daughters in this world, transcending the conditions around us, full of the boundless riches of Christ, that we, like Paul, would be able to share with other people this mystery that for ages past was kept hidden in God, this mystery of God reconciling man to himself through the Messiah, Jesus, that we would, together with Israel, be one body, shares together in the promises of Christ Jesus. Paul finishes this chapter blessing the Lord. He says, To him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. And so God is indeed able to do immeasurably more than these things we've asked. But Lord, I ask once again, according to your power that is at work within each of us, Lord, do immeasurably more than what we've asked you today. Do immeasurably more than what we could imagine. Do immeasurably more than anything we've conceived to date, so that Christ might dwell in our hearts 
through faith. And Lord, that we might be rooted and established in your love. God, it's all well and good to see your power move on the earth, but we want to know you. We want to love you. We want to express love to you and receive love from you. This love that surpasses knowledge. God, we want that. Help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.